have you been keeping up with the wild world of, of stonks? Loosely. <laughs> How can you not when you're on Twitter? <laughs> Man. S- stock market. At, at this point, like uh, um, LLC Twitter is going crazy uh-huh. because... I mean, it's one of the things that they always that they're always trying to advertise to people is like invest in this, mm-hmm. you know, start start doing the stock market thing. And this thing is just I mean, it's 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 wild, man. The implications of this GameStop thing are so far reaching. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around it. Yeah. The government had to comment on GameStop, which is. You got to love it. Interesting. You got to love it. <laughs> you got to love that we're in this we're in this space now where all of these things are kind of converging on themselves where there used to be the separation of church and state yeah. where shit like that just those things just didn't meme, cross paths. Meme and government. Yeah. I mean if economy. If, if all if that was going to if those things were going to meet somewhere it was a politician trying to like reach the kids mm-hmm. and do some meme shit, right? Yeah. Or, you know, some video game was on trial for being too violent or something. Sure. That's the only time that these things cross paths, and now you've got Reddit with their finger on the pulse of where the stock market <laughs> is headed. Of the economy. Interesting. Interesting times. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into that. Yeah. We're going to give you an amateur's view of what's going on right now with GameStop. If you don't, if it's kind of hard to wrap your head around, you're not going to learn anything tonight. No. But hopefully you'll be entertained. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, we got to get to these brewskis. So, Obi, please tell the people what we're drinking tonight. Oh, let me, let me crack all these guys out of here. Oh, yeah. Crank them. Crank them. That felt good. So, we have... The Beat Light, which is a Miami cross Orlando collabo oh. uh, from both Beat Culture and our friends over at Red Light. Red Light. Red Light, Red Light. Uh, this is called the Beat Light Beat Light. Dry hopped India Pale Lager. Ooh. Thought you were, I was going to say ale, didn't you? Uh-uh. 7.5% ABV. Drink cold, or keep cold, I should say. Drink yesterday. Mm. Uh Drink with one eye open, wearing classic red and blue 3D glasses. Alternate, alternate closing one eye at a time to reveal different label art. So, which is very cool. Uh, very cool concept. Yeah, unnecessary, but very cool. Very cool though. We we appreciate it. I said it when you showed this to me. It's probably one of the coolest uh, labels I've ever seen. Yeah, the art itself is beautiful. Yeah. They do a really, really nice job with this. Yep. So if you've got an extra pair of 3D glasses lying around, <laughs> you can really take full advantage of this label. If not, you can just imagine Pretend. what it would... Yeah. yeah. You can see the images. Yeah. So, without further ado, let's crack these puppies open. This is the One Beer and Podcast. Yeah.
is the way that you're making me feel tonight. Right. Was that show tunes? No, that was uh, it was actually, oddly enough, it was the uh, Kingdom Hearts theme song. Oh. If you walk away, you won't hear me say, please, oh baby, hold on. <clears throat> Which is a really elegant song for like, <laughs> a Disney. Yeah, people are really into that soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because they put their fucking foot into that thing, yeah. man. For no reason, no reason at all. They were like, yeah, we're going to make some really classy. Well, it's a Disney thing, right? And it's a Japanese True. thing where they're like, we're going to make some fucking bangers. bangers. Yeah. We're not going to fuck around. Yep. So uh, this is the One Baron Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew, and we see where that one brew takes us. This is episode 297, mm-hmm. and boyo. Boyo. Every oh, week. my shillelagh. Boy, oh, every week, I'm going to mention it until we hit 300 and have nothing to show for it. Hmm. We really have to sit down and yeah, like, do something. Do. It's creeping. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Marco Dupa. This beautiful bastard here is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? Uh, and, buddy, we really got to just try to try to do our best to explain the stock market thing so let's just okay. kind of get right into it right what are stocks so stonks are um they're 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 <laughs> a uh <laughs> they're a very fluid concept <laughs> that reminds me have you been following dion warwick on twitter yes of course she's the best today she just goes you gotta just be saying stuff <laughs> stonks <laughs> And then after on after that, she replied to somebody who just said stonks. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's it. good. That's yeah. funny. Uh, she uh, she's funny, man. She's, she's great. Yeah, she's uh, I'm glad she found Twitter. Yeah. And I found uh, we cleaned up the garage a little bit and I was able to find some like old CDs and shit. Hmm. And we had this uh, Dion Warwick greatest hits from like 79 to 1990 mm. and i was like laddie i have to take a picture of this to get like some clout <laughs> from, <laughs> from fucking at her on twitter yeah on twitter i mean this is where we are right now man. yeah i need i need that i need that dion warwick clout mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so listen this is going to be a little convoluted. I'm going to try to explain this. <laughs> Us? Convoluted? <laughs> Explaining s- the stock market? I'm going to try to explain this in the most... Uh, elementary? Elementary uh-huh. terms as possible. I can't explain the stock market because I just... You know what's fascinating to me? This mm. is kind of off subject, but on subject. Mm. Is the idea... And this is also going to sound really stupid. I understand. <laughs> okay. Okay, so just... Brace yourselves. Bear with me. Yeah. The idea that we just decide the value of things. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, everybody, you know, the, the, the big brains are always, well, you know, our value comes from gold. And we actually don't have as much gold as they say. Right. We Backing our money. money. Yeah. And all that shit. Right. But the, but the idea behind that is the value of gold. And the idea behind that is the finite amount of yeah, gold. Yeah. The the fact it's a uh non renewable uh 
not resource necessarily, but a uh, just a, a, a like you said a finite thing like a, like diamonds or anything else that's super rare that's hard to find. Yeah, that that inherently gives it value, which is oh, it's endlessly fascinating to me yeah. because my thought behind that is who cares? Well, it's see that's the thing because you're right in a way like who decided that gold's this precious thing. Other than it looking really pretty mm-hmm. and being hard to find, same with diamonds. You know, why are diamonds so important? I'm, you know, there's practical uses for them. You can use them in tools and stuff like that. But for the most part, they're used as jewelry, right? Like the, that's the biggest value that they have. Yeah. W- w- it's just because it's shiny. Like, w- why are people so, like for eternity, like for all time? Why did we decide that these things are going to be valuable yeah i think that's what you're getting at yeah yeah it's interesting yeah it's interesting because it's it's um because it's just rocks and it's the basis behind everything now right and and they say you know remember remember that girl on tiktok who got just roasted just raked over the coals Mm. for you know just being like i mean who made up these numbers and who like like you know like numbers in general? Well, she she her the idea was where does math come from? Okay. Right? Yeah. That's what she was trying to say. Who but invented she, numbers? But she was a teenager and she right. says things in a very flippant and indifferent way. Right. And every time you talk to a, a fucking I have a niece who's a teenager and you you talk to them and you're like why the Hey, fuck you. You know, they just have a tone. First of all, don't talk to me that way. <laughs> but they don't, Secondly, the square root is... They don't mean it that way. Yeah. They just have this way of, of, of delivering something. They just don't have... They don't have fucking social the, skills, the man. The exaggerated swagger of a black teen. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Another meme for you kids, yeah. if you don't know. So, uh, yeah, she got raked over the coals for that. And I remember there was another TikTok where somebody was like... Why can't we just print more money? Ugh. And everyone was like, you're an idiot. Yeah. But at the same time, the idea that we can't do that is predicated on all of these rules that we have set in place to get us to where we are as a <laughs> modern society. Sure. Right? We, d- we decide what money means. Uh, money is it, literally paper, obviously. It's mm-hmm. the concept that backs it. It's our, it, yeah. our trust in each other that we will honor the value that exactly is expressed on those bills it it is a it is a convoluted and far stretched out honor system yeah that you said it's worth this much and i say it's worth this much and if i walked up to a guy and was like this i hand him a dollar bill and and the guy's like well the the bill is 23.95 and i just go well i don't believe that yeah and like <laughs> I think this 20 is worth what that is. <laughs> sir. Because it is. Yeah. It is. Because like literally it is. Well, I'm not you, saying it you is. You sound like I'm a commie to literally. me. I don't, I don't know about this <laughs> this manifesto you're trying to write here. I'm, that I'm, money has no value. I'm just spitballing here. I'm just throwing okay. shit out there uh because I I obviously you know follow all the rules that sure. we've set in place. Yeah. I'm just I think that it's worth thinking about for people to understand i mean when i was a kid and i and i and someone explained well i had to actually look it up but the idea that our money is backed by gold Gold, yeah i thought that's strange that's a really weird thing we didn't 
people didn't just what would make more sense to me is if we printed out a finite amount of money a finite amount of paper and yeah. said this is how much you have as a country you say this is it well that's kind of how it works isn't it i mean i guess but they're saying that we have far more money than what we have in gold yeah like, but that's i think that's just based on the fact that we haven't gotten gold to back that in a while like the 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 money in it, with inflation and everything we've had to print more money over time to level things out but right. we haven't been printing gold like we reached the limit for backing with gold right so therefore we're just kind of like running on fumes here just like all right everybody be cool yeah don't don't devalue our money so at that point couldn't you just get rid of the gold and just say this is how much it was in gold why do I need to hold on to these bricks? Because then they go somewhere else. I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like. But but here's the thing. I, I think more value it comes from goods and services, right? Wow. You're getting <laughs> really communist right now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm saying if I have more gold than you, but I can't do anything, mm-hmm. how am I more valuable than you? Which I guess is the entire idea behind eat the rich capitalism. Sure. Yeah. Blah blah yeah. blah. Well, it makes sense because, like, in that in that sort of uh, in that view, it should just be a you know barter system where I will do something for you, you do something for me. You know, I grow crops, you go hunting. We'll meet at the dinner table and make things even, Stevens. Right. Mm-hmm. But it never really works out that way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, you gotta have to get into all the the evil of the world basically not that you know the idea of capitalism and you know valuing money and stuff like that is a completely clean and sinless venture on its own it clearly isn't some would say it's the opposite correct so i don't know if there's a way to win uh, without it being an absolute utopia i can give you a way to win uh buy gamestop stocks okay dude let's get back are you sure we should (laughs) buy gamestop stocks not now yeah, I don't think now we can do that. We we missed the boat on that. Yeah, but prices have been going up. But there's other stocks that we actually could buy into right yeah, now. Yeah, they're saying AMC. A lot of meme <laughs> stocks. Nokia. Nokia. Uh, AMC, right. I think, is hilarious. Yeah. The ultimate irony would be this podcast putting money into AMC stock yeah. and, and coming out on top on that. That would be the ultimate irony. Yeah. So this is okay i'm gonna try okay okay give me a second i'll give give you some some uh runway to go on this so what's been happening is gamestop has been on a backslide while also still profiting in a weird way right because of the pandemic because of um and feel free to jump in at any moment sure i go off the rails or yeah or sound like what I normally sound like, which is an idiot. Uh, They've been profiting off of digital sales. They have been, they've actually been making a profit Mm -hmm. in the past. I think two years they've been making a profit, even though they've been losing money on um, the fact that like they have to close all these brick and mortar sales due to uh, uh, stores due to COVID. And even before that they were, yes. And even before that, because we've been all going to, we've been all going digital even before uh, the pandemic. And on top of that, you know, online orders like Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, if you have prime free delivery, all that stuff. Yep. So they've been having to try to compete with that on, on an online basis, too. And and on top of that, 
GameStop sucks. Yes, yes. yes. So yep. they've been garnering this reputation as being a shitty company. Yeah. Right? So what's been happening is these hedge funds, now you're going to have to Google hedge funds. And you're going to have to Google actually a lot of things that I'm about to say. <laughs> these hedge funds have been shorting the stock on shorting uh, GameStop's stock. Now, basically what that means is they're buying stock. They're buying up stock in the idea or in the hopes or in the belief that you buy it now, you you sell it, right? You sell it at a at a astronomical price. Or I'm sorry, you yeah, you sell it at a this is <laughs> buy low, it, sell high. Right. But that's not shorting a stock. You no. you short it by buying high, waiting for it to get you you're you're believing that it's going to suck. Fail. Yeah. You want it to fail. Mm -hmm. So that once somebody the people that still own that stock, they have to sell it, right? But yep. they can't sell it at the price that they originally sold it. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 getting it back. Okay. All right. So they have to sell low. So you come back in and you buy those stocks again at a lower price, right? So you sell off. So if you're a hedge fund and you're in, you're investing for someone else, right? For example, the way that you make money is in the difference when you buy that stock back after they have given you that valuable stock that wasn't valuable at the time. Yep. They give you that valuable stock back okay. at a lower price. And you make money on the difference. Okay. So you don't make money on the on on the sell because you're selling someone else's stock. Mm -hmm. That's what these hedge funds do. Okay. Someone else comes in, hires a hedge fund, and says, uh, "I want you to invest in what you think is smart." Okay. And so if I'm working for one of these hedge funds, I go, "This GameStop GameStop stock is dog shit. It's going in the toilet." But we believe that it's on its come up, right? And that's where the I, the the fact that it's profiting comes in. Yeah. Because normal people would go GameStop's in the toilet, right? Mm -hmm. But then once you see all of these hedge funds and investors buying up stock, you go, "Oh, maybe there's some value." Something's there, happening here, right? Yeah. The d idea of shorting a stock is being able to close a loop. So you sell it, you wait for it to go into the toilet. You buy it back at that low price. You make your money on the difference, right? Mm -hmm. What's been happening is some Redditors caught wind of these hedge funds trying to short the stock. Mm -hmm. They jumped in the middle of that closed loop. Uh -huh. They started buying up the stock like crazy, driving the price up. Right. The problem is when you try to short a stock, you have to have it come down below what you originally bought it for. That's how you make, make money. money. Right. That's your profit. If a bunch of people start buying that stock, it drives its value up. So then you get to a point where right now, I don't know, it's in the thousands per share, right? You're not making money off of that. Well, actually, I think it's like four or 500 bucks per share. I don't know how much it is, but it's way fucking more yeah. than it was. I thought it was like 170 or something. Whatever it is, yeah. it's way more than it was. It's at a point where it's not valuable to buy that stock back now. Right. So what you do as one of these Redditors, one of these meme accounts, is you buy it and you hold on to it until the price goes through the fucking roof. Then everyone sells and at then the same everyone time. Everyone <laughs> sells. And you crash that yeah. fucking thing. Right? Yeah. So that's what's 
in the most lamest terms I can explain to you, yeah. that's what's been happening. Brain it's, like a dolphin's back. <laughs> so smooth. Very smooth, dude. Yeah. Not a wrinkle in sight. No. That is what's been happening. And it's fascinating because of, like I said before, the implications when it comes to the actual economy. We're living in this age now where they they're 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 called meme stocks. They're like real crazy. actual just troll troll investors. I don't think we realize how much of a cyberpunk world we're living in. Dude. In real life. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It it's wild where we're at right now. Yeah. And I Between hate to this say and it, politics, I mean it's like I was just about to say, I mean Again, you can say what you want about Donald Trump, but the reason that we're here in this this post I like I call it like a post status quo world mm -hmm. where we're doing all these weird things and people are starting to go, Huh, those rules that we all abided by, we only did so because that was the norm. Right. That's and, what we were supposed to do. But if we just don't do that, we don't have to do that yeah, yeah you know and like what if we just don't show up to work anymore and what are they gonna do yeah <laughs> i mean and, and what this, if i just say this 20 is worth 23 dollars what's he gonna do what are you gonna do i just walk out of there and he's just he's just going maybe it is worth 23 dollars <laughs> no but in in all seriousness when it comes to the these these weird things that these weird ideas and concepts that people normal people don't wrap their heads around like if you're just one of us, you would what? Download Robin Hood and you'd go, huh, I wonder what's playing on the stock market. And you have this yep. very vague idea of Put what Put your money into is. a fund and your that you know, your job offers. Yeah, some four oh one K or some somebody who is good with money in your family is like throw it in a you know, an IRA or something Get an like accountant. that. Yeah. But um you wouldn't as a layman person ever really understand i mean there's i mean there's entire it's an entire um education on understanding the stock market and the stock market is another thing that's just super fucking imaginary it's just <laughs> yeah, an yeah. it's just this thing where a bunch of people just go i believe and then other people go i agree and then money gets made for the life of me and i need to admit this as an adult watching the stock market work like seeing the people on the floor right like yelling oh it's it's you know it's 137 now sell sell you know what all that stuff with the people on the phones and mm. you know michael douglas yep i don't get it i don't get it i don't understand i don't know what they're talking about i don't get like what deals are being hatched out and made to in order to like drive those numbers up and down mm. i understand it generally the concept of economics as a whole, you know, you got people buying stuff that that's drives the prices up because, you know, they get more demand and more demand, more demand. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't get the mechanics of it. I don't understand. I, I like I understand it in the same terms. I, I understand like deep sea diving, you know, like <laughs> it, it's unfathomable to me. Right. I, 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 I've seen it, but I don't get it. Yeah. So it's just this like imaginary world that people are like LARPing in. Yeah, I, I I don't know the first thing about. Yeah, and and everybody if everybody within that world understands it completely, and you're on the outside going, right. but why, why why are you guys all here screaming at each other? Yeah, why is that necessary? That part I still to this day can't wrap my head around. How do you know? Like you're dealing with numbers, 
So you have to be exact. Mm-hmm. How does an entire pit of people screaming, screaming at the same time at each other. lead to actual things happening and they're not being this awful uh, you know, mishmash of the wrong numbers going into the system? Yeah, who is paying attention to everything that's being screamed at them <sighs> and inputting these numbers? And why is it so frantic? Why do these things change send minute an email. to minute? <laughs> Just send an email and I'll get to it eventually. I, I will sell your stock. How is that working nowadays with COVID? What's that? Like the, the Wall oh. Street floor, you know? Oh, like I wonder. What are they doing? I don't uh, know. Are they having a distance? They just have like a thousand laptops set up mm-hmm. and they're all on Zoom just screaming at each no, other no. and they're just going. Cell phones. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. So you've got uh, you've got this Reddit account. You've got these guys, and and here's the thing. Here here's the here's the thing that um, is the reason why this is so attractive to people right now. Because what's happening is people are they have a vague understanding of what's going on with the GameStop right thing, and they're like, "Well, I want some of that. Give me some of that. I want give me. Yeah. I want a taste. I want to I want to wet my little beak on that action." Mm-hmm. So you got all these normal people who are like, "Get me in on that." And what's happening is people are actually making real money. Yeah. And that is the wildest part about this whole thing. But then here we are in this 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 time where like you're gonna have to stay on Reddit to know when the right time to sell is, right? But not no, not not really. The thing is, if you're in it for the short term, if you're just trying to make some money right now, like yeah. get in, get out. Yeah. You can right now. You can because what they're doing to the stock and what they're doing to the stock market is a thing that is driving the price up and driving the demand. One of the one of the hedge funds had to bail and lose what is right now an incalculable number yeah. that they haven't revealed hmm. because they couldn't they couldn't wait for the stock to short. Yeah. Be, they they made a bad call, and what's what's even crazier that I I didn't mention this, is that these guys on Reddit did it on purpose. They imagine this closed loop again, right? You short it, you got to come back eventually. You got to come back around and buy that stock at a lower price. And they got in right in the middle, and they sat down on that stock, and they said, "Fuck you!" Mm-hmm. Literally, they did it on purpose. Yeah, they got. What is it's not insider trading. It's not inside information. It was all publicly traded information. Sure. And this guy on Reddit, I don't remember his username because you know it's a fucking Reddit username. It's always something stupid. Um, fuck. What was it? Nah, I don't fucking know. But he was the guy. It was one dude who was like, "Huh, I see what's going on over there, mm-hmm. and I'm going to." dive in the middle of it and i'm gonna wreck shop and he did this a while ago and no one cared at the time Mm -hmm. and he was posting on this reddit um wall street bets Uh our wall street bets the subreddit where they're all this is where it's happening yeah he's posting on this reddit and going look dudes this is i'm making real fucking money on this because nobody knows that this is happening right Mm -hmm. now and then more and more people start catching on and then he goes viral yeah. once everybody really starts to see what's happening well and the more that, that join in the more money he makes yes so more exactly. more money everyone makes and then and then when that happened once people saw that this wasn't like a it is a meme but it's not a joke people are making real money i saw some yeah. posts where some guy was like 
I jumped in. I bought some stock. I waited a couple months, and now I can pay for my dog's surgery. He made like four grand. Nice, <laughs> like four grand on this, <laughs> and he just he just bought. If nothing it. else good happens from this, at least the dog got some surgery. Exactly, and that's and that's the craziest part about this. Now, These, my question is with this entire thing. Obviously, like they're building this up in order to sell at some point, right? That's how you make the money. Yeah. So is this going to happen where it's like they're building this all the way up until it hits a crescendo and they plateau and then suddenly like that that reddit that redditor goes, "All right, boys, let's get out of here." And then suddenly it just crashes and everyone who gets in early enough makes a ton of money. Is is that how it's going to happen? From what I understand, there is a guy <clears throat> who, you know, the dog treat website Chewy.com? Yes. Yep. The CEO of that company actually bought. Oh, 13, Mr. Chewy. Mr. Chewy. Yeah. Uh, Doug Chewy. He bought. <laughs> <laughs> That's his full name. That's his full name. Doug Chewy. He owns 13% of GameStop stock. Wow. He was another guy. He's actually a millionaire, so he has I'm the sure money to lose. Chewy. Yeah. And uh, he, he was another guy who jumped in early. He huh. saw what was going on. He jumped in early. So now he owns a fat ton of GameStop stock. And I guess the prevailing notion <clears throat> is what's this guy going to do with it? Okay. What is the end game to this? Yeah. Because right now, they're just in a holding pattern. Right. Right. You've got all these fucking planes flying above the airport, just going. When are we going to land? When are we going to land? And yeah. the longer we stay up here, the more money we make. But at some point, there's got to be a crash, right? Sure. Uh, well, and 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 the thing is too, <laughs> like, what does that do to GameStop as a company? That's a good question. What's the Im- implication with that? Because they have to know what's happening. They're not just sitting there going, oh, great. We have suddenly all this investment <laughs> right. in our business. They, right. they believe in us again. Yeah. You know, so like what are, what are they doing right now? I think um, <clears throat> they need to continue to perform well. But it's, it doesn't matter. This is a meme. This is a meme because they are such a shitty company. Well, it's it's the reason that it's successful. The reason that this can even work is because... Behind the scenes, GameStop is actually doing well. Okay. That's why this works. If it was just a dog shit company that was in the toilet that was selling everything, you wouldn't be able to convince people that they should buy this stock, right? Yeah. Shorting the stock is the idea is at some point the value's coming back around. And once it comes back around, I have bought shares at a price. That is so below what yeah. it was worth. It's low, but it's coming back up. Right. Yeah. So that's the idea behind shorting a stock, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's what all these hedge fund companies were banking on is at some point because they saw it too. Mm-hmm. They saw the value of GameStop coming back. So they told themselves, we just need to hold on tight. We'll short the stock. We'll come back when nobody gives a fuck. We'll have all of these shares. Yeah. And then we're going to make a fucking boatload of money. And but they didn't anticipate some fucking redditor going. Yeah. I see what you see, yeah. and I'm gonna fuck your plan up. Right, right, right. So, GameStop, they, you're right. They can't just be sitting in their boardroom going, "Huh, 
Did you see that? Weird. <laughs> you see those numbers? Lunch on the house, everyone. I think that they just have to continue. If they continue to do well, if they continue to make a profit, despite ev- the prevailing knowledge that they shouldn't be making a mm. profit, I think that each GameStop, you know, it should be evacuated and then blown up. Mm-hmm. But that's not happening. They're making money. They're still making money because people still believe, even now, that you can only get your video games from like a handful of sources. And that <coughs> isn't true by and large, but it is true in a lot of this country. Yeah. Go out to like, you know, rural areas, you know, the middle of Kansas or whatever. Your Wi Fi is not very good. Uh, so you do have to go to a store to get your games. Yeah. Maybe you go to Walmart, but maybe you go to GameStop. That may be the place that some people feel they can only get games. Well, and GameStop is tapping into the digital market, too. A lot of their sales are coming from the same thing that Amazon's doing. So if you trust GameStop as a company, you're going to go to them and say, well, can I buy my game from here and you just send it to me? And they're like, gladly. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, we yeah. can do that. So they're making money there, too. Yeah. And for some god-awful reason, they're still selling Funko Pops. And they're making <laughs> so much money off of those fucking things. Of course, yeah. Walls and walls of Funko, Funko Pops. Yeah, dude, I am so over Funko Pops. The I when you sent me that one, I was like, "This is so. This is cool. I like this." But like, I cannot have my desk adorned covered with, with Funko. Funko Pops. I can't do yeah. it. I can't do it. I've been out of my office for so long that I still have Funko Pops on my desk. Yeah, I'm, collecting yeah. dust. It's gonna be wild when you actually go back there. Just a, a, a layer of dust. Yeah. And I feel like Indiana Jones Everyone's walking to a crypt. Everyone's going to go in and, and, and not catch COVID, but something. <laughs> something that's in there. <laughs> the dust mites are going to be huge. Just these giant, like, dog-sized They'll dust mites. Sitting at your desk. They've like, evolved. We've been waiting we've, for you. We've been working. I don't know where you've been. <laughs> we've been keeping this company afloat. <laughs> yeah. Have you looked into the stocks? <laughs> you seen what they've been doing? <laughs> these meme stocks. <clears throat> so it's uh it's insane because I um I have one of those stupid reward zone cards. Mm. I didn't I didn't pay for the account. I have Pro, but I have the card. Yeah. Because for a while, you know, GameStop was the most reliable place to sure. get video games. Yeah, I used to I used to pre-order there all the time. <clears throat> all the time. Every video game that I ever bought for a good like decade was like I'm going to GameStop yeah. to grab you, it. You were either a Best Buy kid or you were a GameStop kid. And I never went to Best Buy. No. The only time I went to Best Buy I went there for movies and CDs. Yeah, that's a, exactly. That's yeah. the Cuz FYE I to was Best too Buy. expensive. Yep. Dude, FYE, I'm sorry, but y'all deserve to go down. They, Where do you get off sp- They set- were selling CDs at like 90 1995 prices. Yeah, yes. Like they were brand new. Yes. Dude, and it's like, where do you get off? All I have to do is go across the street and get it for that 1099 yeah. first week sales price. Wh- who do you think you are? They would only catch me in there in the used bin. That's yeah. it. The used yeah. bin, and occasionally they'd have a very rare like imported CD or whatever, yep. and I'd get that because it was worth it. One of my biggest regrets is finding Feral Manch's internal Infernal Affairs his uh, debut album, classic record, out of print because they just didn't know what they had. Yep. And I think he put that album out and Ruckus was already like on its way out. 
And uh, I found it there, and it was like $25. And I was like, I can't swing that for one disc. Yeah. I just can't do it. It's yep. too much money. I don't care how much protective plastic you have over the top of it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. So I just I didn't buy it, and now... You That's just, it. I mean, it's out of print. It. I yeah. just don't you have don't that have album. It. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I know that now I could probably find it like on Amazon or something or eBay maybe. Yeah. But uh, that that moment of finding something and, and going, oh, my God, it's right nobody here. else understands yeah. what I'm holding in my hands. Again, it's another thing of like I decided the value of this thing. It's out of print. Nobody else can get it. So I decided yeah. FYE decided that it was going to be worth Twenty-five to thirty bucks, as opposed to the regular nineteen ninety-nine. Right. Also, porn. It was really weird to walk into a place and just go down the aisle, and there was like a full thing of porn. Triple X section. And weird. I, and and no one stopped you from going there. <laughs> you just walked. It was just another aisle of DVDs. I would sweat too much to even sit there too long. <laughs> I, just, I was just like, no one's gonna. No one's going to say anything. I can just walk through here. Yeah. This is awesome. But at the same time, it really wasn't that awesome because you couldn't buy them. No. Too embarrassed to buy them or even look at them, really. The the same thing. This is like a a step down, obviously, but uh, there was the flea markets. I don't know if you remember the flea market. Oh, yeah. They had entire shops that were dedicated to porn. (laughs) Entire shops. That's so amazing. The DVDs. I, I'm pretty sure they like pressed their own DVDs of, of porn that they would just like basically bootleg. I love that. DVDs. I love that. It's wild. I've got the gangbang scene here. You don't want? You have to go through like a thing of beads to <laughs> get through. You feel dirty. I love that entire idea. It smells <laughs> like incense for some reason everywhere. <laughs> Last time I went to a, a, um, a flea market. It was the one that just that then just closed. It closed a couple years ago. The one in Sanford, or on their way to Sanford. The 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 flea, flea world. Market. The flea world. That's yeah. the one that I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. I used to buy all my DBZ figures from there. Mm, yes, yes, yes. They had the good ones. Yep. I I bought a lot of anime from there. Mm-hmm. I bought all of my uh, mixtapes. Yeah, mixtapes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> Hentai is art, baby. <laughs> I'm just really, really hungry for some squid for some reason. <laughs> Strange coming from. I uh, yeah. And the last time I I was a kid and I I stole some CDs from there. It was just too easy, dude. I became friends with the uh, the mixtape guy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's actually wholesome. It's wholesome. I for my senior project because we all had to do senior projects for high school. Um, I decided to do mine based off of being a DJ. Mm-hmm. So I went on uh, to interview a bunch of people. I interviewed some like <laughs> local DJs at different stations and stuff. And I my entire like basically my thesis paper for this thing was making my own mixtape. Right. And so I ended up talking to like the mixtape guy at the flea market i'm like could you messiah could you like check this out and i gave him my mixtape and it's awful (laughs) i just i made like blends weak weak sauce and uh lo and behold i come back the week later and he goes hey that was pretty good i like it you should keep doing that and i went 
Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess I will. I never did. No. But it was still, it felt really good. It felt really good. It was yeah. nice. It was nice. So, mixtape guy, if you're out there somewhere. If you're listening to this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, I appreciate you. That's, that is a wholesome story. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. I'm glad you bookended that. Because yeah. my stealing story wasn't going to go into no. a good place. <laughs> you probably stole from that same guy. I might have. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the person that I stole from had some dope shit. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like he's just walking around, not really giving a shit. And he's got honestly, this big library of albums. He didn't care. Honestly, he probably didn't really care. No. Because the amount of money he made off of mixtapes you're not supposed to sell anyway exactly is astronomical yeah he's fucking making money <laughs> hand over you're, fist you're selling them for like you know five to ten bucks and then you get was you buy uh four or five for 25 i think what the deal was mm-hmm. uh and you know he's basically i'm sure just pressing them himself yeah and copying the you know little, little covers album, for a little piece of shit album art that everybody right. had where it was like you know, blunt smoking, some girl in the background, <laughs> and you you photoshopped in some like graveyard or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like Killer Mixtapes Volume Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, fuck it, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I don't feel bad. <clears throat> so I it, th- this whole this whole stock thing is going a mile a minute, and it's hard for me to even keep up with. I had to I had to read this article twice. And I probably still butchered, like what's actually going on. I think I explained it well enough that I'll, that our audience can understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're looking at us, going, "We know." <laughs> yeah, or they're going, "Dude, not at all." Bro. That's not, not what's happening, <laughs> even a little bit, <laughs> even slightly. Nice try. I think, that's but no. what's going on. By the time that this episode comes out, I mean the stock market could have fucking crashed. By the time this yeah. episode comes out, so who fucking knows? That's true. I don't know. That's very true. This is really. It's just. It's always. It, like I said. It's. It's. It's endlessly fascinating to me. Stocks, the stock market. I have friends who buy stocks who actually own. I had a friend. I have a friend who who actually. Um, he bought some GameStop stock a couple months ago. Really. And he sold it for a couple grand. Nice. Well, if he had held on to it, it he would have be made better. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing that it boils down to that always has me very uncomfortable with stocks is that it's basically uh, lightly informed gambling. Yeah. I mean, that's what people have been talking about on Twitter is people who don't understand what stocks are. They're like, is it just gambling? And yeah. people are like, yeah, basically. Kinda. Yeah. Kind of this entire idea, our economy, our economy, economy. The whole thing is gambling, dude. Yeah. All of this shit is just like a thousand spinning plates. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a it's a thousand roulette tables that you Every, just have to pick the right one. Yeah. But and, that that's the thing. That's exactly the reason why I feel like I both don't have an affinity for and really am, am kind of like, I don't know, repulsed by stocks in general. It's because I don't like gambling. <clears throat> I want to put my money somewhere that's a sure bet. And I want to invest in something. I want to invest in something that's going to have, that's going to provide me dividends on my investment. 
you know yeah i know that's what everybody who invests in stock wants well yeah everybody wants a sure thing sure it's not guaranteed but i just i'm very uncomfortable making a bet you know like i i just I, i i'm so careful with my money generally uh that I, I want to make sure it's going somewhere that's going to benefit me in some way. Of course, of course. It so makes, I, I I don't want like I don't want to play with that. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't have enough money personally to go. Eh, we'll see what happens with it. Well, I mean, they say never bet or gamble any money that you're not willing to lose. Right. Which and is tough for me because I I could I could I could put my money in the stock market. I could, you know, hire a professional to uh, you know reasonably. Uh, uh, invest my money somewhere that is smart, but there's no guarantees. There's no, but yeah, but but there's never any guarantees. Sure. Nothing, nothing's a sure thing. Nothing's a sure thing. I think if you if you death and taxes. Other than that, those yeah. are the only sure things in his life, right? Yep. yep. If you have an idea or an inkling about something, I mean, just take a chance. Just just put a little bit of money on it. Some of these shares are like. I mean, you're you're making you can make hundreds of dollars on a couple of dollars per share if you jump in. But the thing is, you have to. I mean, like you said before, if you're gonna play it for the long haul, then yes, you do need to pay attention to. Well, if you're gonna do meme stocks, you gotta pay attention to Reddit. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not gonna, if you're gonna do it for real, for real, then yeah, you gotta know what you're doing. That's the part to me that I'm like, nah, yeah. I don't have the energy to be a stock guy. I right, see, right. I have friends on Twitter and I have friends in real life who they pay attention to this kind of stuff and they're like, you should throw a couple of dollars. I'm like, I just don't want to be a stock guy. Yeah. I don't want to spend any amount of time reading up on it. It's another, it's another like fantasy league that you have to worry about. Exactly, dude. And I took a year off from fantasy football because it was becoming too much. Imagine <laughs> fucking the stock market. Yeah, right. right, where you have thousands of dollars invested. Exactly. I didn't have any money invested. I had like a yeah. hundred, what, what was the buy-in last year the year before? Like 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. And even that, I was like, dude, if I don't win, I lost a hundred Really upset. I'm going to be mad. It's not going to ruin my day, but you know, I'm going to be upset <laughs> for at least a couple hours. It. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't even want to do that. So. Yeah, yeah. I just never I had this again I'm just fascinated by fascinated by it. I'm mm. not um I'm not like I need to do it I need to get my hand in there I do yep. like gambling but not in the way that like I like sports gambling I like you know gambling gambling like actually yep. like playing it but like shit like that is just I just don't understand it well enough mm-hmm to make an informed decision, which I guess that's a lot of people's problems. That's why they hire hedge funds in the sure. first place. Sure. Or, or, you know, even like the things that you're talking about, like uh Robin hood and Robin hood's another uh, one. Yeah. Things like that. Or, you know, getting an, a professional investor for you that mm-hmm. get, knows what they're doing and but you don't even, have to worry about it. You just put the money and they go, you trust, you entrust them to put it where it should be. Even all of that sounds exhausting. Yeah. Like if I, if I have that kind of money, to to it's easy to hire just some guy to do it when you got that kind of money sure when you're like some people are putting their life savings or their fucking they'll get their loan from college and you know once you buy your textbooks you got like you know a thousand bucks left over and they're like let me throw it into GameStop it's like I don't know about that my man right right right. I think you should 
do a little bit of research. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like you said, you, you don't want to invest any more than you're willing to lose. That's where people get in trouble. Yeah. They get past the point that they're willing to lose the money. And once and if they do. Not even willing, because some people are willing to lose it all. How much you're able <laughs> to <laughs> as well. That's very true. A lot of people are willing yeah. to lose a lot of money. Sure. So uh, it's just really fun. Honestly, it's fun to watch. Uh, it's sometimes, unfold. sometimes it's fun to watch chaos. It's also scary, but it is very scary because it's, it's the economy. It's very scary that a, a, a bunch of redditors are doing things that are more consequential than people realize. Shut the fuck up, Siri. Shut up, you fucking cunt. She just was like, I don't have to talk. I don't oh have to listen God. to this. <laughs> it felt like an angry <laughs> rumble on my wrist. My watch have, is hot right now. I don't have to listen to this. I'm going to my room. Oh, my God. I'm putting it away right now. Um, Yeah, no, it, it, it's scary that there's a bunch of Redditors who are... Please bleep yourself. <laughs> you want me to? It's a lot. Okay, I will. You came off strong. That was, that was pretty strong. Siri's not a real person? I don't know. I felt bad for it. I'll bleep it because it's funny. Okay. But not because I feel bad. <laughs> okay. It's fair. Um, yeah, it, it it's scary. It's scary to think that, that Reddit and people on there are, you know, movers and shakers. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's only scary because it's post-status quo. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. scary because our idea of Reddit and of memes Is and trolls inconsequential. Yeah, and their children and, and their it, people it, it just stays, doing things. It sticks only to the internet. It yes. doesn't affect anything outside of that. It doesn't affect the real world. The real world, quote but it unquote. is. But it does, and it, and it always has. Yeah. That's the thing. These things are consequential, and they always have been. People it, try to downplay shit like this. But it's been important, not always, but in the last at least six or seven years, yeah. stuff like this has been important, and we've been trying to downplay its importance by saying that it's not real, it's only the internet, these things don't matter in the real world when it comes to government, politics, money, the economy, all of those things seem to be something that is far and away something far removed yeah. from us little people yeah on it's, the internet it's nestled away in the the, the safe havens of up there yeah. on mount olympus where all these all these movers and shakers and all these people far more intelligent than you and yeah. i are making decisions on how the world works yeah when in actuality it is just people and when a person just a person is smart enough to go you guys aren't that important and i'll prove it yeah by just jumping in the middle of your best laid plans it throws a monkey wrench into everything and it makes you reevaluate what is real yeah and i think i think what we're seeing is the fact that the generation that grew up in the internet age is aging mm-hmm and therefore, there are more people who take the internet seriously and and use it more seriously, and you know, understand the uh, the power behind a, a meme. Yeah, as stupid as it may sound. No, yeah, and and I think 
we're seeing that start to happen because so much of our generation and you know up to you know a little bit older than us and a little bit younger than us is starting to really leverage the internet in this sometimes scary but always impressive way now you know like i i feel like the the power of the internet's only going to get bigger and bigger as the generation that grew up not as influenced by the internet and this entire culture dies away mm-hmm. so i i only see this continuing yeah as time goes on and 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 more of an importance being seen on you know honestly people people kind of just being assholes online mm-hmm. and that being taken more seriously and and i don't know i don't know if that means more regulation down the line as far as like what memes do and and you know what the influence can be on whether it's politics or the economy or any other major system that has huge ramifications across the globe Mm-mm. um but i mean they're already looking at regulations now with this whole episode right because i i guarantee this is only the beginning <sighs> mm-hmm. now that they've tested those waters they know the impact that can happen they know how this happened in the first place mm-hmm. it's no secret <laughs> so what's going to stop this going on forever now as soon as somebody catches wind of you know uh, how a hedge fund's working with a certain company that maybe the prices are going to go down <clears throat> immediately. Well, and the thing Memified. is they didn't do anything illegal. Mm-mm. That's, that's the wildest part about this is like, once you hear all of the details, you go, well, they must have some kind of inside but information. These systems weren't put in place with the internet in mind. Right. So with the fact that we can all like gather information this quickly and communicate this quickly, was never anticipated. But that's the problem, right? They built these systems with the idea that it was only for the elite. It was only for people who were already at this point. This mm-hmm. access to this information doesn't get doled out to poor people. It's just like the Bible back in the day. A lot of people couldn't read. A lot of the normal people couldn't read, so to say. Right. But the people who could read were generally people in the church and they were given all the power because they, they could read and gave everyone else the information. Yeah. There you go. But then as soon as literacy started to happen, power went away from the church and everyone else was given the power and they had to gain power in another way. And that's how these things work. Power just shifts from the next thing. Right. And this kind of thing is you're watching in real time, the power shift. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, there's obviously hundreds of people in that subreddit who are just trolling and have the money to just troll. But there are some people in there who are like, we're doing this to give the power back to normal people. Because the stock market, trading, the economy, these things shouldn't be hard for people to understand all of this affects all of us yeah. if you're a grown person working paying taxes you need to understand these things and they shouldn't be difficult concepts for people to understand yeah they make them difficult the reason that anything is written in legalese why did why 
What's the what is the purpose other than to confuse? It's like writing to, it in Latin. Yeah. It, what's the point? You could very easily say you could write it on a napkin and say, you're going to give me this yeah. and I'm going to give you this. You can't do X or Y or Z. That is our deal. There is absolutely no reason why it needs to be written in a way that is hard for the layman to understand. Right. We it's it it is it is a a classist thing that people are I think are finally starting to kind of reckon with. Yeah. Keep employers employed. It's a, it's affecting people in a way that they never thought would affect them. Now now uh uh <clears throat> Twitter for instance banning people for saying the my pillow guy yeah. <laughs> for Be- instance people are starting to look at shit like that and going you can't do that that's against my f- freedom of speech yeah my first amendment rights and right. it's like hey dude it's not but here's the thing seeing as you didn't read the tos and you have no idea what you're signing up for you wouldn't know that. Right. And now you look stupid because you're sitting here talking about some shit that has nothing to do with this. Yeah. And I don't blame you because why would you? Sure. Why would any of us? Yeah. But we should. And shouldn't be this hard. No. This, it, it, it really this should shouldn't. have been an easy thing to explain. I still don't think I explained it. <laughs> but it should have been an easy thing to explain. Yeah. It's the system, baby. They're trying to keep us down. They got the money. They got the power. What do we got? Beer. That's right. We got beer. Mm-mm. Hold on. You're on your second one. Yeah. I'm, I'm well that. into my second one, sir. Mm-mm. This may be a pretty high rater for me. Okay. Do we do we just go into the ratings, or do you want to keep... Do we got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got a little thing here called Trailer Trash. I know you guys are excited about this. Yeah, the return of the glorious Trailer Trash. Mm. It's been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. We gotta get the soundboard back. Really it's killing do. me. Yeah, <laughs> it's truly killing me. Yeah, I was listening to some older episodes, as one does, and uh, it kills every time. It kills. Yeah, it kills. Yeah. It's comedic. Gold. Yeah. All right. So this week on Trailer Trash is <laughs> another another entity that was memed to death, <laughs> which is the trailer for uh, uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh huh. Um. You know, when I was a kid, ouch. I guess I should explain this too at some point. I don't have to. <sighs> Go ahead. No, I'm not going to right now. Oh, it hurts so bad. Oh. <laughs> it does oh. hurt. It hurts, dude. Uh-huh. Yep. The things I do for beauty. Sure. I got a nose ring. Wow. I always wanted to get one. And nice. now I got one. Yeah. That's Oop. it. That's I'm not going to go into the details okay. of it. You know. Yeah. Just if you're watching, obviously it's going to look weird. You're going to be like, <laughs> what's that on his nose? Yeah. yeah. And it took, it's me bling. An, it took me an hour to explain I know that it's there, mm-hmm. and I put it there on purpose. Good. Okay. Looks good. Looks good. Thank you. Yeah. So, Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus King Kong. When I was a kid, I was never, like, a big King of the Monsters fan, like, watching them just beat each other up over these buildings. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I didn't dislike it. I did like it. I did, would just catch it on TV from did, every now and then. Would you prefer the Godzilla canon or the King Kong movies? Godzilla. Okay. Godzilla. That was the right answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, because it had a level of anime to it. It had a level of, um, you know, I'm not going to say martial arts. They just beat each other. But <laughs> They were like, but that was my Godzilla roar, brother. Was it? It's Godzilla waking up before he wants to. Yeah. Zilla, you gotta get up. You've got work in the morning. Um that that that's uh that's that's Godzilla with a bruised sciatic nerve. I can't pick up that box. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Got some leave. So this is like the, the, the culmination of bringing like rebooting Godzilla in a way that like, you know, the, the first one was this. I mean, the first of the recent Godzilla. movies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of the okay. recent one. Not not Godzilla 2000. Oof. But like lest we forget uh, Ken Watanabe. Uh-huh. Let's him fight. Yeah. Uh, that era. Yeah. And, and, uh, excuse me. This is what, this is, this was the point, right? This is why you do this. Sure. So that you can, you can bring back that old school vibe, but make it super, you know, CG heavy, but like make it look good. Yeah. And make it, you know, make it worth all the fucking money. uh, uh, Make it a, a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the point, right? You look back and you're watching like Mech Godzilla or Mothra or or uh, Ultraman or all these other excuse me. All these other uh classic VHSs, right? And you're like, "Man, that is just ripe. Mm-hmm. Ripe for the picking." Right? You don't make Godzilla King Ghidorah. You don't make God Yes. You don't make Godzilla this um horror movie. You lean in. Yeah. To the campiness, right? Yeah. I think so. Now, I will say, I think the right way to do it would be to make the first one a, 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 a an all-out horror movie uh, in the same vein as, like, um, uh, what's the 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 J.J. Abrams one? The, the uh, Cloverfield? The Cloverfield, yeah. Like that. <clears throat> Ouch. Yeah. I think that's how you make a good Godzilla movie in modern times, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, which I mean, what do you think? I think we talked about it years ago, but what do you think of the <clears throat> the actual Godzilla reboot? I thought it was good, but not great. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that was because we got spoiled a bit with um, Pacific Rim. Yeah. Being such a good kaiju movie. Yeah. Um, that's not to say I didn't like the first Godzilla, but I uh, I think I like the, the I like. Skull Island more, really? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Just because I feel like it did have more of those like big monster beat 'em up segments mm. than the first one. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> that movie is wild. Yeah, but uh, see, here's the thing. I, I'm kind of contradicting myself here because I I said I would have liked it more like Cloverfield, which I feel like the first Godzilla was a bit more like Cloverfield than Skull Island was. No, 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 no. I don't think I don't think you're contradicting yourself because you said the first one should be like that. But it, you yeah. need to build that. Universe. You need to build it to make that monster scary yeah. to understand the weight of 
what's happening when you see these giant cities getting destroyed and all this. Because, I mean, for me, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, watching those big monster movies never really scared me. It was always like, a, this is awesome. Like, yeah, blow more stuff up. Right. But the first Godzilla, if you've ever seen it, the original Japanese version of Godzilla, Gojira, the original one, is essentially a horror movie. Yeah. It's about the, it, I mean, if you break it down, it's about the, the horrors of uh, nuclear bombs, basically. Right. It, it was made in like the 50s, I think, as a direct reflection of what happened in Hiroshima <laughs> that and Nagasaki. Is- incredibly sad yeah so <laughs> if you think about well that that's so the entire sad. reason why he's this nuclear creature it's like you know it's, it's supposed to kind of be symbolic of that this this unstoppable force yeah and so uh with that lens and also just you know sitting down and watching it like it, sure it's a it's a it's a big monster movie but it hits a little different because it's there are stakes and it's scary and yeah you know it's a little cheesy and stuff, and obviously the effects aren't great, but he's taken seriously. Also, side note, isn't it really, like, completely American to, like, take that and turn it to, like, this blockbuster? Like, <laughs> 100%, yeah. <laughs> we're just like, we understand the metaphors, and yeah, 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 people die Let them fight. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Is like, I, I think the right way to do it is set it up as uh, a, a truly scary movie where you don't know what's happening, you don't understand, you know, how people are going to even get out of this. Make it like a disaster movie where it's like this feeling of dread is is throughout the entire thing. Yeah. And then, you know, after that, you can open it up to this world of like uh, the the scope suddenly gets pulled out a bit and you're able to see it as like yes, you have Godzilla, but there are these other threats and Godzilla's not really the bad guy and you know, it's it's essentially you look at Godzilla in the same way you look at like uh, an F five tornado or you look at like a a, a major uh, hurricane or something you mm. get out of its way and that's it that's all you can do you don't think that they did that so far they did but I don't feel the threat of Godzilla on a human perspective as much as I'd like to because mm. I've watched actually both of them. I watched the first Godzilla. And I more recently watched the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, I think it was called. Yeah. Um, it was on HBO Max. I don't know if it still is, but I watched it on there. Yeah. Which was okay. I, I liked it. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> it's tough. I, 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 feel like, I feel like both of them had kind of their, their pluses and minuses as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because um, you got more of that kaiju fighting action in the second one. A little less than the first one, but you got a little bit more of that, you know, horror and like, yeah. you know, scope of this thing. They kind of half step it on both of them, right? So I feel like both have good things to to provide to the story, but I don't feel like any either of them really nailed it. Yeah. <sighs> However, getting back to the trailer at hand, yes, I know it looks dumb. I know it looks loud and big. And stupid. Uh-huh. But this might be what we need. Yeah. This might be what we need. Two titans of the, the mon- big monster world just having at it. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be some intrigue. Some There's some speculation that there may be a, uh, a Mecha Godzilla involved. Um, that maybe Godzilla is getting like a... Um, 
uh, mind controlled by something. Because mm. uh, obviously, if if you haven't seen the other Godzilla movies, you know, sorry. But first, what are you doing? What are you doing? What, what are, you are you doing? doing? Um, Shame on you. Honestly. Um, but Godzilla's never really <clears throat> the bad guy, except for in the original. Mm. Um, it, and even then, he's not really the bad guy. He's he's the a product of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Nukes yeah. Yeah. brought him out. We did this. Sorry. We're kind of reaping the... Well, the Japanese are. We're safe in America going, damn, that sucks. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> about that. We dropped that bomb. And also, now you got some giant lizard. Heard about your troubles. Yeah. Yikes. Oops. We're over here having the greatest generation. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks for you. I'm sure these guys aren't going to do anything terrible in a few years. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, we got it all locked up, baby. Oh, just like no. those blacks, keep them locked up. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I just caught what you said. <laughs> yikes! That's uh, the greatest generation. Yikes! Yikes! yikes, yikes. It's the greatest generation. Uh, but yeah, so um, as I was saying, yes, this looks like it's going to be more along the lines of like a Pacific Rim which I'm excited about because yeah. at this point, you know, you can't go backwards. I mean, I guess you could, if you want to make like a smaller budget kind of movie along the lines of a Cloverfield and like have it from a, just the people perspective of a Godzilla movie, um, which would be interesting too. But at this point with both of those, um, those movies established with skull Island and the two Godzilla movies, at this point, honestly, just make, yeah, let them smash together. Let's yeah. see what happens. Let them fight. Why not? Let them fight. Why not? I, everything I saw in that trailer looked like it was going to be a good time. You know, it, it's one of those that's going to be released on HBO Max and uh, in theaters at the same time. Obviously, I'm not going to go to the theaters to see it, so I'm just going to watch it as loud as I can possibly make it at my house. Yeah, with all the t- all the lights off and you know, have a good time with it. But um. Yeah, yeah I, I, the trailer got me excited for it. I know a lot of people are criticizing it, saying it just looks dumb, which it does. I'm not saying that's wrong, but that's kind of what I want. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, there's some movies that I get you would want some kind of nuance and some kind of like um, uh, point, I guess. Yeah. But with this, it's like, what do you want? Right. I can't. You're really going to look at that trailer and go, nah, it's just big, dumb fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, it is. I am so fucking sick of these people going around. Film Twitter. I'm so fucking sick of film Twitter, dude. It They just piss me the fuck off all yeah. the time. It's this thing sucks and this thing's pedantic and this thing's derivative. And God damn it. Just enjoy some shit, man. Fuck. Can you just enjoy things? Yeah. Everything has got to have a point. Everything has got to be an allegory or a metaphor for another thing. And if it's not. What does this really say? It's like, God damn it, dude. Like, uh, I saw this trailer for um, Bob Odenkirk is in some movie. Uh, Nobody. Uh, Yeah. And it's basically just John Wick with an old white dude. And everyone's like, do we need another one of these again? Yes. Every (laughs) year, I want another one of these. Yeah. Okay? Especially with uh, Bob Odenkirk. How can you not want this movie? It's Bob Odenkirk, man. He's going to crush it. 
And then he just gets to kick people's asses like whatever. Yeah. I, you know, I understand some of the criticism is like uh, it's perpetuating violence and, you know, his the idea that great. Another angry white man. Yeah, I, I get it. Sure. Fine. Those are valid criticisms but i don't want to hear them i want to see this movie i don't care yeah. it's a movie yeah dude go let's watch, have fun go watch please. another movie if you want you want some kind of critical analysis on mediocre white men and violent uh, impulses yeah. brought on by society and 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 them feeling like they're being pushed out by this new world agenda and all this you know what go watch <laughs> that fucking movie okay yeah, i yeah. want to watch a comedian that i like who's kicking people's asses for no reason yeah. i want to watch that movie yep okay can i just watch that movie without you fucking Making me feel like a fucking idiot for wanting to watch this movie. I don't want to feel guilty for watching Bob Odenkirk kick ass. Yeah, just let me watch this I'm movie. Sorry, I don't. And then and and same with this. It's like, what do you want? Just let me watch this movie. Yeah. I want to see Godzilla fight King Kong. What's it, wrong with that? It looks like. It looks like. And spoiler alert, based off of toys that I've seen from, from this movie mm -hmm. and the trailer itself, King Kong gets... An axe. Yeah. An axe. An axe. An axe. Made from one of Godzilla's little spines. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. It's insane. People are losing the 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 will to just let these things be fun. Yeah. You know? Let it go. Just have a good just time. Just let it be fun, dude. Like, like, everybody wants to have this critical analysis about the Marvel movies and stuff. It's like, look, man, they're not the best movies ever. Sure. And people who walk around saying they are, yeah, sure, they're wrong. But there's some very good ones in there. Though. There are some very good yeah. ones. And even the Just bad ones. Just on the merits of that alone, of, of the movie themselves. Even the bad ones, other than like the really bad ones. Like Dark World is just a oh, bad movie. Yeah. But uh, Hulk, Incredible Hulk, is a it's, it's not good, but it's fun. Yeah. There's moments that are fun. That's that's safely nestled in my mind as a fine movie. Yeah, it's fine. What do you want? Yeah, you know, just why are you preventing people from your 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 need to educate the entire world on your fucking flimsy ass film degree is ruining the fun for everyone yeah. else. I don't need for you to tell me what movies I've missed in the past, you know, thirty years. I don't care. I'm not going to watch them. You really should watch The Lighthouse, though. I am. I am going to watch that. Okay. I am. I okay. promise you I will watch that movie. Okay. And we'll come back and we'll talk about that. All right. I, 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 I'm tempted to say let's watch it right now because I think we have time for it. And I I don't have anything to do. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's consider doing that. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll brainstorm. On okay. That. Okay. <clears throat> but before we get to that, we have to get to these brewskis. Wait. So let's, 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 let's say trash or no oh not trash at not all trash, not trash i not am trash. so in on godzilla versus not trash Kong. i am so in dude yeah so same in. same yeah younger and adam may have been that film twitter nerd and been like this is dumb but no i'm, I'm in yeah I'm and, in. and hey you know i'm in the same boat when it comes to music you know younger me would be very you know, uh, but now I'm just like, just let people have fun, man. Yeah, just yeah. let people enjoy. Things. We need it. 
The we only, need it right now. The only thing, as long as people aren't going around saying like it's the best movie ever made and, and sure. stuff like that, it's like, of course, those people need an education. But if everybody can just uh, take it for what it is, a dumb, fun blockbuster, what more do you want, dude? Yeah. Agreed. I'm not going to watch Parasite every fucking day. No. Okay? I need some stupidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. And I can. I hope that Hollywood continues to just make dumb movies. I want them to put more black people and more gay people and more women. Uh, of course. Of course I want that. Yeah. Of course. But I also still want those dumb movies. Sure. So. Every one of those people you listed can make dumb movies. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Use those people. Yeah. And just make those. Just keep making those dumb movies, but use a diverse cast. Sure. Bring in as many kinds of people as it you can. It would be really refreshing to have a trans lead in an incredibly stupid movie. Yeah. Doesn't Dude, it? Doesn't it, all have to be this like award season, you know, spectacle? No. That you you want to break these Hollywood barriers, you hire the Farley brothers to direct a movie that's starring a trans person. Sure, <laughs> and, and, and then you just do this dumb comedy. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. <clears throat> All right, maybe we'll do that. Let's write that movie. Okay, and then send it to the Farley brothers. All right. All right. Uh, this beer was from the Red Light, Red Light, but also it's a collaboration. Mm-hmm. It, it, Beat it, culture. I like, I like, I mean, I mean, we stated it at the top, but I, I, I think you guys really need to, I mean, we'll take a picture of it. And it'll be on our, our, uh, Instagram page yes, 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 at yes, one yes. beer in. Um, but you really have to appreciate how much time and energy they put into this label. It's beautiful because it is, it's, yeah. it's really, really good. I love the fonts they use. Obviously, the imagery. Mm-hmm. It's and, beautiful. And Red Light, kudos to you guys. Because every time they do a collaboration or every time that they do they do another one of these things, it, it feels like they're stepping up another level. Yeah. And, and we've been following them for years, so it's like to see them at something like this is pretty impressive. And here's the thing. I'm, 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 really, I'm really proud and impressed with what I've seen from a lot of local breweries um, recently, yeah. Sideward and Tactical, Hourglass, Hourglass, yeah. um, Red Light, uh, Whippoorwill. I mean, I don't think they're not a brewery, they're not a brewery but they're a but bar. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm I'm seeing a uh, uh, guest house. They've got yeah. a, they've got really cool. Uh, they got a really cool like line that they mm-hmm. did with their their shirts and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just really impressed. It's local artists, shout them out too. Yes. Uh, I, I made sure to recently tag the uh, the local artists. Uh, she, v Steimer, I think is her her name. Nice the, with the the bear picture that I yes posted for the yes. IG. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of really talented artists. Yes, and it's really cool to see, especially with everything going on right now, and um, all uh, all these collaborations and all of these people still trying to be as creative as possible. Uh, despite everything that's that's yeah. that's happening, <laughs> the challenges of the past year and a half. Yeah, I mean, it can only be <clears throat> incredibly hard and frustrating and difficult and near impossible to get some of these things done. And yet, these these bars, these breweries, these artists, <clears throat> they are getting these things done, and it's truly commendable. And I think that this is a reflection of that: uh, a bar, a brewery, 
getting this collaboration done um, and doing it well. Yeah. And so, Obi, I throw to you. What did you think of this beer? Uh, first of all, it wasn't a year and a half that we've been through this, but it feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the mental math, and I went, wait a minute. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, this is the Beat Light Beat Light by uh, none other than Red Light Red Light and Beat Culture mm-hmm. out of Miami. It is a dry hopped India pale lager at 7.5% ABV. So this is delicious. Um, I think the, the the main sensation I got when I first drank this was it it came down originally that first taste I had was much more of an IPA started as an IPA mm-hmm. but then it finished like a lager mm, interesting <laughs> like it, it 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 pulled a bait and switch on me mm-hmm. and I was expecting that kind of really bitter like ah, feeling on, on the back of my tongue mm-hmm. and it never happened I had that initial like bitterness tartness at the very top right but at the end it completely smoothed out yeah um which makes sense that it's an uh india pale lager which is what i think the main different differentiator is is, is, that's making that happen for me Mm -hmm. but i was surprised that they were able to pull it off that strongly because it really like it it's it feels like a trick almost it's like this is gonna be like something really hoppy and really like you know stick to the back of your throat but it just ends so smooth. Yeah. Um, adding into that the entire, you know, aesthetic of this entire thing and the fact that it's 3D and you can do that kind of double eye thing with it. Uh, we appreciate the packaging in, in any beer that we feature here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I got to give this guy a five. I, I loved it. <clears throat> I respect it. I respect it. I, I'm going to give it a four and a half. I, I I mean I agree with everything that you said. I think it's just, uh, 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 I mean if I could give it a four point seven five, I would. I mean I can. It's our show, <laughs> and so I will. I'll give it a four okay. and four point seven five. Sure. I think it's I, I I hesitated on giving it a five, and so I trusted my gut and didn't go the whole nine on it. Yeah, that's uh and 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 I think it's because. The idea of an IPL, we haven't done a lot of those, and yeah. so maybe it's too foreign to my palate, mm. kind of threw me off. And I think maybe that's something that I'm gonna have that's a personal problem <laughs> that I'm gonna have to work through. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it does exactly what you said, which is it starts very hoppy and kind of tart and then it finishes smoother which you would think would be um uh, advisable and and it is i mean if you're if if you want that i mean imagine that balance that's exactly what it does yeah i think i was expecting it to kind of finish a little more hoppy yeah and uh, i guess a little disappointed that it didn't ah Okay. And and uh, strangely enough, yeah, yeah. I think I'm past the point where like it's weird for me to like IPAs. I think we're we're past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean the 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 idea that it that it finished a little, you're expecting that it starts high, it finishes smooth, and what that does is trick your brain into thinking, oh, it finished weak. Yeah, I, I get it, what you're saying. Yeah, and it didn't. 
it finished in a way that they, I assume, wanted Intended, it to finish. Yeah. Um, but still kind of tricked my brain. And 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 I think that that's the best justification I can give sure. for not going the full five. It's uh, it's exciting to me for that reason because mm. I've never had a beer that tricked me that way. Mm. So that I think that's why it gets a little bit of the nudge for me. I respect it. Yeah, I respect it. All right, well, five for you, sir. Ob, a four and four point seven five for myself. Yes. You think we got it? I'm sure we got it. Let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Baron Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. R.I.P. Larry King. That's right. We could have spent an entire episode on that. Sure. We were <clears throat> Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere podcasts sold, listen to, vaguely enjoy. <laughs> vaguely. <laughs> yes. Vaguely. Very vaguely. Uh... uh Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. That's that's long. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. 